we're here with another episode of Conversations and Connections. We are the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, the Prevention Coordinator for the agency, and we're on the road today. We're on the campus of SFA at the School of Social Work, talking with Justifer Davis uh, here at SFA. And we're actually going to talk a little bit about um, the SWAT, the student SWAT organization. And uh, of course, we got Justifer here who's going to explain what SWAT is and what SWAT, uh, SWAT is all about. Um, Justifer, thank you so much. Oh, no problem. I'm glad I appreciate to be here. it. And I will ask you just to get a little bit closer oh, to the mic. No, that. no, you're good. You're good, man. You're good. Uh, so I guess first things first, uh, SWAT, I know it stands for the Student Wellness Action Team. And then in the past, uh, at least I know for us on the prevention side of the Family Crisis Center, we've worked very close with SWAT students uh, in the past. So I guess briefly, let's just talk about what does SWAT do? What what purpose does this organization serve? Um, well, we are a peer education group on campus, and uh, we our goal, our purpose, is to inform the student body uh, just about the various dimensions of wellness and creating a safer and healthier campus community. Okay. And so what do you really, what does SWATS really concentrate on? Because I know mm-hmm. when we work with SWATS, I know in the past, I don't know if this changes every year. I know when I first came on board at the Family Crisis Center and I was introduced to the SWATs, SWATs was all about um, relation, anti-relationship violence, uh, violence prevention. So we worked really well together. And I don't know if that changes every year or do you... Is that y'all's focus all the time? Well, uh, whenever we were starting out, we were actually operating under a grant from the Office of Violence Against Women under okay. the Title IX department. Yeah. So we focused heavily on you know relationship violence and whatnot. Um, we are no longer sponsored by them, but we still do focus on that, and we've expanded. Um, a lot of our just a lot of our the topics that we like to advocate for uh our main mission has always been to promote wellness um according to the world health organization wellness is defined as a state of complete physical mental and social well-being not merely the absence of disease or infirmary (laughs) um so that's really important because college students they're they face a lot of pressure and they're at a higher risk for um, depression and anxiety, experiencing or witnessing sexual assault, alcohol poisoning, and uh, just also just poor eating and sleeping habits. Um, and one of the ways that our organization SWAT uh, tries to combat this is through promoting wellness. So we've adopted a few key issues that we like to concentrate on. Okay. Uh, that includes, you know, mental health and stress management, sexual health and safety, um, sexual violence, uh, so like for sexual violence, uh, how to prevent it, but also if you see it occurring or if you think uh, or you suspect it may happen, how to intervene and what to, what to do in those sorts of situations. We also focus on LGBTQIA plus rights and inclusions and uh, drug uh, and safe uh, uh, drug and alcohol use and abuse, so like safe drinking practices um, and prevention measures. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so it's it's really, it goes beyond just the relationship violence part. It's, you take into consideration the whole well-being of the student. Yeah. 
That's great. Um, well, I know one of the things I was really proud of the SWATs in the past, uh, when the Family Crisis Center has come on campus to do, uh, every year we used to do safe spring break. And this past year, we kind of changed it to safe mm. summer break because, very fun, very fun. and uh, y'all really helped us a lot, not only at the event, but helping get set up and, and, and finding folks to participate and, mm. and all of that. So that, that was, that was really cool. Uh, how many students do you have so far involved in SWATs? Um, well, uh, so two years ago we had about 15 members. And then over the past year with the pandemic and people moving back home and things going online, right. uh, we had to make a lot of adjustments and a lot of changes. And we've kind of dwindled down to just five members. But I'm uh, really excited about this upcoming year uh, to expand our membership. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we're really excited. So what got what? What got you interested in SWAT? How did you find out about SWAT? Um, I found out about SWAT via a close friend of mine. Um, they were do they were working with the at the time they were we were working with the uh, LGBTQ Equality Caucus and they were putting on a presentation. And I had the, they were on the podcast a few weeks ago. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah, and at the time they had a uh, they had a guest speaker. I think her name was Cat uh, Black. I'm not sure. It was it was I think it was three years ago at this point. That vaguely um, sounds familiar. But yeah, I just really liked the subject matter, and my friend was in it, and the people who were also in it seemed really nice and cool. And I was looking to get more involved on campus, and so it just kind of worked out, and I'm still in it. Well, awesome. Uh, what type of students are usually interested in something like SWAT? Because, you know, I, I, I guess I kind of go back to my days in college and, like, how would someone sell SWAT to um, me? You know what I'm saying? You know, like, so what are the... If you wanted to recruit a student, what would you, what would you tell them about SWAT? Um, that we're a pretty, like group of people <laughs> um we attract a lot of incoming freshmen and i think it's just because during that time you know you're trying to get used to college so you're looking for a group of supportive peers that like cheer you on and are willing to share their experience with you yeah. and aren't like scary um, <laughs> uh, and you can tell we're not scary just by the like topics and the issues where we stand on our issues and what we advocate for and i think people gravitate towards that um, so yeah, I would say that we definitely, like, usually, uh, we attract a lot of incoming freshmen. Um, but yeah, uh, just having a supportive group and, uh, doing service around the community, it just makes you feel better. Well, and that's, that's going to be, uh, one of the questions I was wanting to ask you. Service in the community. Okay. You have this group, student wellness action team, you know, you, you kind of told us what y'all's goals are and what you stand for. So what do you do throughout the school year? What kind of mm -hmm. activities are you involved in? And how do you promote um, this idea of um, student wellness? Well, okay, so we do, um, we do a lot of outreach around campus. So a lot of times we'll go to classrooms like SFA 101 classes or we'll go to um, – the, we'll work with Res Life and do presentations at uh, dorm rooms. We'll also we've also get a lot of presentation requests from Greek Life, 
and we do just like a plethora of presentations. Um, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite presentations that we do is our alcohol jeopardy game. Um, we've done that uh, in classrooms. It's an alcohol safety sort of training, and it's in the format of a Jeopardy game. Okay. And um, it's not just you know an old person um, telling you not to drink because. Well, and I think, <laughs> and, and and that's important. I mean, mm. you know, and seriously, you know, I, I think to engage college students is important, not to just throw up a PowerPoint a lot mm. of times and just. Talk. A lot of people don't know what to do when their friends get alcohol poisoning. A lot of people don't know what to do, and like uh, just with campus culture and whatnot, like you are at a risk of that occurring, uh, depending on what you do. Um, a lot, a lot of people don't know that there's uh, driving jacks. That there's like a mm-hmm. service that that will take them home if they're not in yeah. the right place to drive, uh, judgment free. Uh, and so, just piggyback, picking back off of that, a lot of what we do is also just spreading around campus resources. So we do a lot of promotion for driving jacks to kind of offset, you know, okay. uh, the risks of students uh, getting in DUIs, EWIs, or, you know, getting injured from that kind of stuff. Right. Um, we also uh, work with the counseling clinic a lot. Our, our faculty advisor is actually the... Um, She's the director of counseling services at SFA, Jill Milam, just an amazing lady. Uh, we work with her, and so we'll promote uh, we'll promote the counseling service that are on campus. Many people don't know that they get um, four count free counseling sessions yeah. uh, in a year or more if uh, if the counseling department think they thinks think that they may require it. Um, we also do work with uh, the counseling department to give QPR training, which is um, suicide prevention training for um, our fellow peers because, uh, like I said uh, earlier, college students are at a greater risk yeah. for depression. Um, yeah, we, uh, we do, as far as um, sexual violence goes, um, we have a tabling activity that's really popular outside of the student center. Um, it's called the Will of Consent. And so we come up with a situation um, where um, people may be getting intimate, um, and you spin the wheel, and it'll have like a, it'll have uh, different responses, and it'll land on a yes or a no or a maybe or I'm I'm tired, and we'll ask them, is this consent? And our goal is just to kind of spread that the message that consent is always a sober, enthusiastic yes, and so. And a lot of people, like, you can get into situations where uh, you just may not be sure, and it's good to have those reinforcing um, ideologies on campus. So i got a question for you, and I, I can share my experience. How is it on a college campus when you are talking to other, your fellow peers about the importance of consent, how well is that message received? Um, it's usually received pretty well. Um, surprisingly, you know, doing like this activity, we've, uh, like we've encountered a lot of victims of sexual assault that have like thanked us or like, thank you for doing this. Yeah. Uh, it's good to know this kind of stuff goes on. Um, usually people that come to our table, they, they're kind of off put by like what we're talking about at first. Um, but we, we lure them over with our, our little prizes, like pieces of candy <laughs> and T-shirts and whatnot. Um, 
and we just talk about it. Um, people are, don't talk about it. It happens, unfortunately. And just, you know, we try to be the yeah. ones that talk about these sorts of issues. I know sometimes when I'm talking about consent on campus, I can just, I, it's not maybe necessarily visible, but I sense inside a student's mind, they're rolling their eyes mm-hmm. at me, you know, because it's like, you know, such a drag. It's taking the fun out of the moment. And, mm-hmm. and I tell them I get it, you know, but mm-hmm. man, you don't know how important it is to get mm-hmm. to to get consent. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you're currently so we're here in the School of Social Work where you're a grad student. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's let's talk a little bit about Justifer before we wrap <laughs> wrap things up. Um, what uh, are are you from this area? Are you from East Texas? Um, I'm from Southeast Texas, kind of. I'm from uh, a place called Port Natchez. It's okay. in the Greater Beaumont area, uh, and I moved here in 2017 to start school. Um, I actually recently graduated with my degree in psychology, and I am back here as a graduate student. Uh, my major is actually clinical mental health counseling. Um, my ultimate goal is to be a therapist, uh, and I'm a graduate assistantship. I'm a graduate assistant for the School of Social Work, so I'm here a lot of days. I'm helping them read through department manuals and. <laughs> Uh, and putting data from their uh, performance evaluations and whatnot. Real boring stuff. All the fun stuff, right? But um, it's a, I really like this department. I really like uh, the human services department where I take all my counseling classes and whatnot. So what attracted you to this type of, to this to study this, to to get into counseling and uh, psychology? Well, I originally came here as a nursing major, Um my mom's disabled, so I know that I've always wanted to uh, sort of be in a helping profession and some just to better like lifestyles in some sort of way. Okay. Um, I started as a nursing major. I took class classes, and before applying to the actual like school of nursing, um, I realized that this I was a lot better at just talking to people. And uh, I I was more interested in, like, the psychological aspects of things and uh, just more, like, giving of, a, like, a more holistic form of healthcare. Like, uh, as a nurse, like, you really only deal with, like, immediate problems. But as a counselor, um, you deal with, like, more long-term, more holistic issues. And that okay. really interested me. Um, and I chose to change and I knew that I wanted to focus on this which is why I uh, chose to change my major to psychology I'd also worked in the psychology department for a while so I was really close with the professors right. and I really liked the faculty in that department um, and after I graduated I knew that I wanted to be uh, I wanted to work uh, be a mental health professional uh, which yeah led me to join the clinical mental health counseling program at SFA very cool so just for us, before we wrap things up, if, if we happen to have someone listening, uh, whether it be a student or someone who knows a student who thinks that they may be interested in SWATs, who can they contact and, and how could they contact someone if they're interested in SWATs? Uh, yes. Um, well, you can um, reach out to us on social media uh, or you can give us a follow on social media. And uh, if we see that you're an SFA student, we'll definitely get back to you. Um, 
we uh, have our membership application in our uh, social media bios. Uh, and we uh, have a bunch of information just already posted on there. And I can give you our tag information if you'd like. And I was going to ask, what, what social media platforms are you uh, on? Instagram and Twitter. Okay. And uh, our handle for both of that, for both of those, let me actually check my phone just to make sure that, <laughs> that I don't give fine. you the wrong information. That's fine. But our handle for both of those is going to be at SWAT, so at S-W-A-T, underscore sfa uh so feel free to give us a follow my name is justifer davis um and you'll we also regularly we do tabling events outside of the student center um if you're on campus you'll and you go near the student center you'll definitely see us around (laughs) all right (laughs) justifer thank you so much man i appreciate it it wasn't so bad, was it? It was not so bad. I've never been on a podcast before. <laughs> well, a there nervous. you go. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Justifer. I appreciate it. And if you have any questions or comments about the program uh, or, or about today's episode, you can email us at conversationsandconnections at fccet.com. And if you feel like you need the services of the Family Crisis Center, uh, we do have a toll-free 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week hotline. That number is 1-800-828-7233. Again, that number is 1-800-828-7233. And give us a subscribe. You can uh, subscribe to us via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or the podcast service of your choice. And remember, be the voice, if not for you, for someone else.